0: Hi, everybody. Uh, Today is going to be an awesome interview. I get to sit down with Andrea Mondu, who is an incredible entrepreneur. Um, She has recently authored a brand new book, which went to, I think, number one top seller in Amazon in her category. And she She's, yep, and she's um, speaker and podcaster of the Balance and Bliss podcast, as well as owner of Balance and Bliss, the company. Um, So hi, Andrea, how are you doing? I'm so good. I'm so good. It's sunny, and I
1: am really excited for this interview and to chat with you today.
0: I can't wait. I've been waiting for this for, I think we planned it like a week or so ago, and it's going to be amazing. Um, So... I mean, I'm sure what everybody really wants to know uh, is, A, how do you survive writing a whole book? But also, B, how do you manage to land on top sellers on on Amazon? Like, how? Okay, tell me. I need I to I will know. tell you. I will tell you. It might be a little bit of a long-winded answer,
1: so That's hopefully absolutely. everyone is settled up. So yeah, like you said... <laughs> I am the owner of Balance and Bliss, and I am basically building an empire, um, and and an empire that is going to change the lives of women. So with that whole overarching goal of like, I want to impact as many women's lives as possible. um, It felt like a super good idea when somebody recommended it to me that I should write a book. Now, funny backstory, when I was 14, um, the record interviewed me at like a writing workshop that I was doing on a weekend. And they, they, yeah, they came to the workshop, they interviewed me and the the headline, my mom actually framed the article, the headline says, all my friends say you're never going to finish that book. Book and I say you just watch. So here I am, you know. That's amazing. My, yeah. So like 17, 18 years later, um, it, it's manifested itself into this this book. So. Really, like, if I think about how this book started, it was actually recommended to me by a friend who's kind of like a business mentor. Um, he's like self-elected. He basically just decided that he was going to help to push me. He's really passionate about people pursuing their passions. So, um, he obviously
0: obviously super believed in you.
1: I think so. Yeah, Yeah. I think so. Um, he just, I think he could just really tell that like, I've got a, a strong message and a strong desire to, to create impact fact. So this book process started in November. I, I finally was like, yeah, I, I could consider writing a book and, and I had been kind of swirling around a little bit, like what I wanted that to look like. And then have you ever read the book, big magic by Elizabeth Gilbert?
0: Yes. I love Elizabeth Gilbert.
1: Okay. So in big magic, she talks about how, like the, how book ideas are like these things swirling around in the universe. And if they go to someone and you don't like jump on it, then it's going to move on to someone else. And you remember Ooh, that story? Yes, about that idea that she had? Yeah. So it was honestly, it was like, I, I kind of had been thinking about it for a while, but it's like the whole structure, just like, dumped on me when i was in the shower one day so i had to get out wrap my hair up and come and sit at the laptop and just like like type it all out really quickly so once i did that like you know 5000 words or something crazy just like flowed out. You and just
0: then, you just sat up and and typed five thousand words.
1: I kid you not. It was insane. It was like 10 o'clock at night and I was like my husband's like, what are you doing? I was like, I just have this idea. I can't talk. I'm so, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. And then it was like the floodgates of the dam opened. So once I did that, it was like I'm in the middle of a workout, I'm driving, I'm doing whatever. And these little like passages are coming to me about what else do I want women to know? What else do I want women to know? And it's all really inter. I just hit my microphone. It's all, I'm such a hand talker.
0: That's okay. (laughs) My Facebook has been beeping every once in a while while you were talking. So it's all good. We're even. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I,
1: um, I, What was I, where was I going with this? Oh yeah, so I would just like stop and and all of these passages I was kind of writing down. And like I said, it's all intertwined in with my story. So I would have to stop in the middle of a workout and like talk to myself while I'm like, huffing and puffing, saying what I want to get out of my head just so that I can get it out. So by the time I kind of got everything out, then it was like putting it into word, formulating it to actually make sense. Cause a lot of it was just like madness all over the place. <laughs> and then it was like elaborating on my ideas. Right. Cause I'd written something small, but it's like, but what, what else do I need to explain about this particular theme or chapter or whatever so that entire like first process in terms of writing and getting like a first raw manuscript was about two and a half months and then then there's the that's process. not very long really no, no, yeah.
0: uh, it's, it's really cool that you used a recorder and, and just recorded every time you had a thought. Um, I think a lot of us don't think to do that. And then, like you said, it's gone. It goes on to somebody else. Right.
1: Yeah. I really um, had to like, get it out in all of those moments because I, I find that when I, when I say something or I think something, it's like, yeah, that's how I should say it. And I've realized that if I don't put it down right away, if I try and go back to it and pull it again, it's not as good.
0: And so it, it takes so it right much away. longer because it, it sounded perfect when it was in your head and then you go to write it just like a social media post or something like that. And then you try to put it down and you're just rewriting yourself over and over because yeah. it's never as perfect as the first time. Yeah. Yeah. You got it. Yeah, so you had all of these ideas and all these recordings, and I find that sometimes for a lot of entrepreneurs, organizing ideas into something that, like, funnels and kind of, like, makes mm. makes sense to the reader or, or has the biggest impact is probably the hardest part. How did you organize all of those thoughts into, like, a whole book that had, you know, a, a, an arc to it and, and an ending and, you know...
1: Yeah. So part of that was, um, having a publisher. (laughs) So the first time I met with my publisher, um, this was before I had actually even decided that I was going to go with her or not. Um, she kind of gave me this, she said, okay, take all of like the themes or the ideas that you have. And what you need to do is put them on a post-it note and put them on your wall and try and map them out. So that you can make them flow in a way that flows, that makes sense, um, and then that'll help you t- help to give you a little bit of structure. And honestly, I had to do the same thing, like lot uh, probably about two years ago, um, when I was creating my signature program. It was the same thing. It was like, okay, I wanna I wanna do this, and I wanna teach about this, and I want this module, and 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 then I had to figure out, okay, I have these eight weeks. Like how, what is the sequence in which I need to deliver these? It's the same thing with the book. What is the sequence in which I need to deliver this message? And it just, yeah, it was for me laying it out. Like I'm a big paper person. I don't know about you, Mm -hmm. but laying something out visually in physical form really helps me to get organized.
0: Well, I don't normally use um, pen and paper, but I will absolutely use it in something like that. Like right behind me, which you can't see it's leaning against the wall is um, my latest course that I'm putting together, and I do the same thing, module one, and then all the sticky notes in the module two, and then, but my problem, of course, is just, you know, keeping them in the right order, and making a decision on every little aspect, which, you know, which order should it go into, so, I mean, there's definitely got to be expertise involved in that, yeah,
1: I was just going to say, I remember, um, we interviewed Tuscarino on the podcast a couple months ago and we were talking, I don't remember if it was on the podcast or before the show, we were talking a little bit about how her like book ideas came together. And she said that she kind of did something similar. She took like pieces of paper on her dining room table and wrote like all the things down she wanted in each chapter and then just laid them out like around the table. And that is how she built her book. And I think that like, I, love I don't it. know. It's just it when you can see it and visualize it's it visual. it really helps you yeah, it
0: helps you bring it together. So that's what yeah. I did for the book. <laughs> that's amazing. And you just you just um so it took you two and a half months to to put it on paper and then editing of course happens and does that happen you that hired a long an editor
1: long time
0: for me? Yeah. How wow. long do you think that took? I did.
1: Yeah. So um I had a f- well Uh, so January, end of January, I, so I saw it went through a bunch of different editing phases. So my publisher also gave me a really great recommendation of have somebody that, you know, that's really good at English. That's really good at communications that isn't going to charge you to look at it first because Mm -hmm. I'm the only set of eyes that have ever looked at it. And (gasps) And she was really helpful in showing me like, okay, I kind of know what you're trying to say here, but you need to elaborate more or don't say this or say this
0: or, um, at the, at the beginning, hold on, hold that thought one moment, entrepreneur life. Uh, hi. (laughs) Surprise surprise the kids are home okay I'm on a live stream maybe okay Bye. I'll be down soon (laughs) sorry about that that's okay so okay
1: (laughs) yeah that's that's life
0: right especially in COVID and you know what it makes it worth it though because we can do this and we still have our family around and I kind of love it So
1: yeah, but sorry to interrupt
0: you. No, that's okay. It's funny because I literally asked
1: you before we started this, if anyone was going to interrupt you or not, because I'm like, yeah, that is the life we live in. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I had a friend, she was really helpful at the beginning of the book um, because she read the whole manuscript and then she said, who is this for? Like, I don't understand when I'm reading this exactly who it's for because because I don't feel like I'm at that desperate point where like I need to change something. And I I feel so desperate that I've tried so many things and nothing's working, but I do feel like I just would benefit from a few more healthier habits, which is also what your book delivers. So you need to like really outline that at the beginning. So she gave me really good feedback like that, that helped me to then. So then I went back to it made all those changes. And then twice it went through a formal editing process. And each time it, I got it back from her, I would have to make all of all of the changes, let it sit for a bit so that I could not be staring at it forever. Go back. You kind of it. have
0: to walk away and, and think of other things and do other things so that you come at yes. it with a fresh, a fresh eye, right?
1: Yeah. So it's funny because I'm not a very patient person. Um, when I like do something or make a decision or I want something, like I want it right away, um, which is why I'm so committed and driven. Like if I say I'm going to do something, I just do it so that it's done. So this was a really big learning experience for me in terms of patience and and waiting and the importance of having that process um, to have like this beautiful end result
0: that I have now. And it is. Can you hold it up to the camera? <clears throat> it is awesome so
1: yeah it's it's pink like a light blush pink navy and the cover design too just turned out like swimmingly I love it so much it's just such a pretty book
0: it is super professional too it's amazing so what does it feel like to have something that you authored on you know bookstore shelves even Mm -hmm. if it's online mostly right now is it in chapters as well so
1: I've uh, reached out to them so I went to our local chapter store so if anybody listening to this would like it to see it in in an in, in, in an indigo that's a hard mm. sentence to say <laughs> um, they will actually only carry local authors if there's a demand so if there's mm. people Coming in and saying, "Hey, do you have you actually can do this?" And they're like, "No, what's that?" And if they have enough people saying it, then they will um, they will start to carry it. They just don't want to have too many things that they're not going to sell, which I can understand. Um, but it feels pretty amazing. I've already like I've had people. So it's been launched. Um, well, actually, it launched a week ago. Just one week. Yeah. <laughs> just one week ago. Prior to that, I had um, people who pre ordered it pre-ordered it, were able to access it earlier. And I had a couple people read it for me ahead of time as part of like a book launch squad. They were like my hype squad. Um, And just the feedback that I've been getting is so incredible and validating in terms of doing exactly what I wanted to do with this book. So people are saying things like, I feel like this was made for me. Like, I don't want this to end. This is like the note that's different than any other self-help book I've ever read. Um, I'm like, I'm, I didn't realize that I needed this and the realizations that I'm making from it are things that I'd never even considered before. And that is just like, that fills my cup over the brim because I strongly value creating impact for people, especially women, because my journey came, it started in a place of like extreme self-loathing. And I've, I've grown a lot in my journey. And that's like what you see, you see almost like my evolution throughout this book. And I want to give that evolution to women so that they can feel the way I feel in a shorter amount of time. I can't just that's, like keep all of this information to myself. So when someone else reads it and is like, Oh, thank you. Like I'm in tears. I feel like you're, you're hearing me. I can go like, I could die happy.
0: That's incredible. That's just, that would just be the best feeling. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. That's amazing. And you had, you said that you had a book launch squad. Yes. So, so how did that happen?
1: So basically what I did is I kind of put a little bit of a call out on my Instagram. Um, and I, what I asked was that if people would read the book for me um, and in turn help me with marketing for the day of. So leading up to the book launch, I had created graphics, like coming soon graphics and all that sort of thing that I'd asked them to share with their networks. Then I gave them a copy of the book so that they could read it, talk about it on their pages. Um, and I had about 17 people sign up to be on the book launch squad, which was that's amazing. Like very humbling.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So the power of like community, right?
1: Just like, I'll be absolutely, absolutely. So uh, Kim, my co-host, she was like, I'll be your number one hype girl. Like she, she was really excited about it as were, was everybody else on the launch squad. So it just helped me to get the word out because I, again, I want as many women to be able to know about this book so that they can read it so that they can, each chapter has what's called a take action at the end of it. So I I read a lot of self-help books and it's like, this is, it's really cool to read it, but then it's like, how do I apply this to myself? Or once I'm exactly. done reading the book, everything I've learned is gone. It's like, wow, that was a really good book. What did I learn again? <laughs> so a lot of the the a lot of the ends of the chapters have what's called the take action and then there's Wait. actually place in the book for you to write and reflect and do what i'm asking you to do so that you can close this book and be like, I actually, I actually learned something and I feel transformed. Yeah. So I, um, transformation is like my word. So I mentioned to you, I have that program called the lifestyle transformation. And, um, this it's, this is almost like a mini, a mini transformation, um, outside of that, that lifestyle transformation program. I just want to transform people so that they can feel like empowered and not hopeless.
0: You just want to make the most difference possible, the most impact possible, right? Yeah. Based yep. on your own journey and everything you've learned. Yeah, you got it. That's incredible. I love yeah. it. Now, do you think that your, um, your launch squad had something to do with landing you near the top or at the top of the best sellers in your category on Amazon? Like, how does one do that? Uh, honestly, I don't know the exact metrics of how one
1: does that. I'm still like waiting for the sales numbers to come in. Um, I would say absolutely that they, they helped to play a part in that. Um, and it was insane to watch, like, cause I was continuously refreshing Amazon, watching it move up. Like, I'd be jumping up and down. like, like pressing. <laughs> but yeah. And then before noon, like, it was a hot new release pretty early on in the day, but, like, number one bestseller before noon was, like, I popped champagne at noon after that. Um, Good for you. It was really exciting, and I think that it's funny because... I had picked September 22nd as the launch day because it was the first day of fall. I love fall. Mm. And I didn't actually get physical copies of the book in my hand until a week before. So it was a really tight turnaround. Yeah, I know. My mom was like, Why did you pick a date before you had them? I'm like, I just, oh it's, it's fine. It'll be fine. It's fine. fine. And it's was, fine. Everything is fine. It'll be fine. I was freaking out inside a little bit, but. I knew I had my launch squad. I had been hyping up this book for months. I'd created a book trailer, and so all of this was out. And I've just been talking about it forever. So it wasn't—it wasn't like a "Oh my gosh, you have a book launching!" I think it was more like, "Finally, we know when it's coming out." Um, so it—it it didn't really like. Yeah, they're like enough around. already. Just give me the book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I—I I, I certainly think that they they helped and like you said that's the the value of community the power of community like you yes. hear people talk about sharing a post liking someone's post commenting on their post telling somebody about it that's how businesses can continue to thrive is when you have a community of people rallying around you and saying like, Hey, that tour was really awesome. Or, Hey, these face masks are really awesome or whatever it is. Like, yeah. I really enjoy her podcast or her show or her book or whatever. Um, friends trust each other. Absolutely. Right? Friends trust each other.
0: Yeah. And it's so powerful to, to um, have someone recommend you or say something nice, or or like like you said, love your post or something like that, and it would be such an amazing world if everyone maybe at the beginning of every single day um, just went on and spent like five minutes, you know, with the people who you you love as entrepreneurs, but mm-hmm. maybe you don't put any time to, and you just share their stuff. Yeah, give them some kudos, do a review, love their post. Um, say something nice on a live stream about them. Oh my God. I mean, how amazing would that be? Right. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I'm, I'm on board with that for sure. It would make a world of a difference. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. So you have um, you've got the balance and bliss podcast. um, I do. Right. Which is kind of um, underneath the balance and bliss company umbrella. Um, so tell, tell the audience, like, what is the balance and bliss podcast about? What are they going to find if they listen to that? I I would love to. If they're like me, they'll binge it. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We (laughs) actually, uh, just yesterday released our like 21st episode, which is really exciting. Um, so myself and my co-host Kim Holmes, um, we came together and we just started this podcast in March and the idea really stemmed from she her and I met at the gym like we kind of knew each other like socially through like entrepreneur networks we ran into each other at the gym and we were talking and Kim was saying you know I really I really want to like connect with people more and and I love to do the same and so this idea was really born from what if we could just have like real life conversations about what it's like to live healthy and live well and not make it seem so stuffy and so unachievable and unattainable. Um, and Ooh, what I are love about those that things idea. that like, yeah. So our slogan is like real life, candid conversations about all things, health and wellness that basically with the whole goal of helping you to achieve balance and bliss. So we talk about things like self-care, um, and how it doesn't <laughs> Self
0: care tips that aren't annoying. Um, talk <laughs> I was going to say that's with- a that can go both ways with me. Sometimes my yeah. eyes roll back in my head when I hear self care, yeah. um, but there's different versions of that, right?
1: Yeah, that's literally the title of the episode. It was Kim's idea. It was a brilliant one. Um, but we talk about the scale. We talk about habits. We talk about, um, oh my gosh, I mean, we interview guests. So we've had a mental health nutritionist. We've had uh, empowerment and lifestyle coach. We've had a nutritionist that works with kids. Um, we, like we talked with Tosca So we've had people like in the health and wellness space. And then we just have a lot of conversations. Like we did an episode behind the scenes of our love and marriage, because of course, like your relationship and your happiness and your stress level all contribute to health and wellness. Oh, people- think that like health, like living healthy and living well is like exercising seven days a week and eating clean every day. And first of all, that's not achievable for anyone because it's super (laughs) unrealistic. I'm glad you said it on the air, (laughs) but it's also like about so much more than that. So we've done a two-part like workshop episode where we talk about this wheel of health about all these different parts that make up who we are, right? If we're fulfilling our passions, if we feel like we're making a difference, if we, um, how do we manage our stress? What is our physical environment, right? Like Mm. all of these things contribute, contribute to our health. And Sometimes my mind goes faster than my mouth. Um, (laughs) (laughs) all of these things contribute to us, as people and how we show up in the
0: world. And so we just shed light on everything. I love it. I love it. And it's candid, right? So it's not, like you said, it's not super stuffy. People can relate to it. Um, It's just real humans talking to real humans, which is is, um, the best kind. And
1: like, we, we wanted it to be really relatable and we don't ever take ourselves seriously. I mean, you don't have to be like this big, Oh, I I'm into health and wellness. And I don't know, like, we just were very like quirky and weird and we can laugh at ourselves and, and be ridiculous. And it just, I mean, people gravitate to that. It's just real life.
0: Yeah. And there's merit in not taking yourself too seriously. That doesn't mean you're not taking your health seriously. It just means that you're, you know, you're like the rest of us. You're an entrepreneur, maybe you're a mom, um, you know, you're building an empire and sometimes you eat crappy food uh, when you shouldn't. So um, (laughs) I think that's great. So you have a program um, called the lifestyle transformation program, which is sort of like your catalyst program. It's the so yes, you've got your podcast where people can get lots of free tips and just, you know, kind of hang out with you and the, and the worlds that you, that you live in and all the, all the uh, expertise that you have, but also they can, you know, go all in, in a lifestyle transformation program. Mm -hmm. So what does that look like? Like, and who would that be for? The lifestyle transformation program
1: is a two month program. And what it is, it's for women who are, I I kind of market it as like the last coach or the last program that you're ever going to need. Because what I found as like the gap in the health and wellness world is that the biggest thing that we need to master is our foundational habits of how we operate day in and day out because our habits are things that we do unconsciously and if we don't have good habits and i i, I even like caution good versus bad habits but if we don't have ha- habits that serve us to get to that healthy place that we want to be we're going to get stuck in that cycle of doing a 3 month program or a 6 month like or a 6 week like eating plan. And then after those six weeks, it's like, okay, cool. I actually don't really know how to eat. Well, I was just eating what this menu plan told me, and now I'm going to end up gaining all the weight back. And um, then some. Yeah. Yeah. So what the program does is it, um, it, like I said, it's two months. So every week there's a different module and it's leading women through exercises and delivering them content and information. Um, And having them start to retrain, it's almost like retraining in terms of how to eat, how to move, how to think, what sort of things you need to do in order to be successful day in
0: and day out. That's amazing. Now, because of COVID, is that on Zoom now? Has it always been on Zoom? Or is this still in person? Or Uh, no,
1: so it's always it's always been an online program. Um, So all the women that I've coached have been virtually. So we have in addition to like the weekly um, information that you get, like the weekly homework and lessons, I call them, Um, we also have coaching calls throughout that. So we have an initial one, a halfway point one and one at the end. Um, and otherwise it's just like those weekly email check-ins. I've actually found that I've never done a video with someone. It's always been just on the phone. I, I don't know if it's cause I've never like said that it's mandatory. I, I give people the option, but most people feel comfortable just having a voice chat, which is totally fine. Um, I think it just like makes them feel a little bit less vulnerable when they're already talking about vulnerable things. Of um, course. that makes. But sense. yeah, most, mostly it's done online. Um, and, and those people who are clients have access to me for those entire two months Um, in addition to like those coaching calls that we have,
0: that's incredible. Um, So it's two months long, but is it, is it ongoing or does it launch every two months? Like, how do you, how do you roll that out?
1: So I've kind of toyed around with both. So I've toyed around one with having like, okay, in the fall, I'm accepting clients. And then in the spring, I'm accepting clients. Um, And I've also toyed around with people kind of just coming in as they inquire about it. So as it stands right now, I actually do both. Um, I do plan on doing a a recruitment and launch in the new year um, cool. so everybody comes up with health like goals for for um new year's right new year's resolutions um, and so i want to i want to set people up on the right foot for that so i'll probably
0: promo it around that time um, and then they yeah. can kind of go through the journey together right because they'll be in similar pathways um, at yeah. the same time which is kind of neat it. if there's group stuff going on
1: you got it. My goal, like my ideal run through would be, you know, having seven or eight women in the program at a time. And then they have that support group as well on Facebook. So they've got a a Facebook group where they can check in with each other, discuss what they're learning or what they're reading. Um, Pardon me. I might go live in that group, you know, a couple times throughout the program as well. Um, that's kind of the direction that I'm heading. But I've also been toying around with the idea of doing um, a workshop with the book. So, like I said, there's there's take Ooh, action pieces cool. at the end of most chapters, and so do I build um, like a one-time workshop where each week you have to read a chapter and then we come back together, talk about what we've read and then go through that. Those steps of actually working
0: through what you need to work through. It's like the Um, ultimate life transformation book club. Basically. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. So I've got a lot
1: of stuff like in the horizon. So many ideas, right? Yeah.
0: (laughs) And I'm only one
1: woman. Well, except for Kim, we have so many podcast ideas too. It's just like, we even before we launched the show we had so many idea or so many episodes banked because we're just like oh let's talk about this let's talk about this um so it's just like we we never run out of of ideas and and there's so many in between like all the guests that we're having it's like oh yeah we want to record about that still
0: (laughs) so i have a question um about your podcast in terms of marketing do you find that your podcast becomes a marketing channel for your programs and your book and your business, or do you, are you, is it separate? Like, um, do you find yourself funneling audience to the podcast as opposed to from it?
1: uh, I would say it's a two way street. So when we launched the podcast, um, we didn't have an Instagram and then we very quickly realized, yeah, we should probably have an Instagram for the podcast. So we, we did that. Um, and we kind of funnel people back and forth, um, and direct them between both platforms because people will find the podcast, um, just, you know, on Spotify or Apple music or what have you, they'll come across it. And then, um, we hope to, to push them of course, to our programs. And then of course, vice versa. So if somebody comes to me and says, I'd, I'd like to work through the lifestyle transformation program, cool. Uh, let's do that. I. And then also here is some free content that you can access on the off weeks. We were talking a little bit earlier about how what you consume and what you surround yourself with um, that are related to your goals is really important. So if you are an entrepreneur, you might listen to entrepreneur podcasts. If you are trying to... Reach your health and wellness goals, then we recommend, or I recommend, consuming health and wellness media that's going to lift you up, right? You're not stuff that's going to break you down in terms of um, feeling less than where you're at with your body, but more things that are going to lift you up and make you feel empowered. That's the that's like that's my biggest thing is just I want to empower women that they don't need the diet culture, they don't need pills, they don't need programs, they don't need whatever, like it's actually possible for you to just live and not be afraid of food.
0: Amen. I love it. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> that's awesome. I love it. I can't wait to read your book. I wish I'd been able to read it ahead of time, but that's on my to-do list for the weekend. It'll be awesome. cool. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, um, if I, if you had to give somebody advice, an entrepreneur advice, on whether or not to start a podcast so Mm. maybe they've got some ideas they're sitting around having a glass of wine with their other entrepreneur friends and they're like oh wouldn't it be cool to do a podcast about this what would you tell them like what is worth it is it is it just another project is it something that fulfills you so you do it that way or Mm -hmm. is it something that'll bring you lots of money like what would you tell them
1: I think that you have to figure out what your goal for doing the podcast is first. Um, because then it will one determine like how much time you invest in it. But also like when Kim and I started this, we're like, yeah, hopefully it will bring us business and hopefully it will extend our reach, but it's just something that we really love to do. We love getting together every week, talking to new people, having conversations. Honestly, it makes our day. If someone sends us a message, they're like, I love the episode today, or if someone takes a screen shot and shares it. We love it. Not even because it's like, Oh my gosh, more people are going to see our show and then they're going to listen. And then we're going to get more clients. Like we just want women to feel better. Um, and so the reason that we started that podcast was for, for like for fun. So I think you need to look at what your, um, motivation is behind doing that. Because once you know what your motivation is, it's also going to make it like easier for you to show up to do it because
0: it's not without work um there's 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 value you have to record doing it that way as well like in um and doing it because it's going to bring your joy, it's going to set your day off or your week off on the right foot, and that in turn is going to make your daily work and your work with your clients better because you you're able to make an impact and kind of fulfill the vision that you've been having since you started, you know, building your empire, whatever it is you're doing. Whether or not it's a sales channel or an advertising channel, there's definitely value in in you know having an impact. Honestly, like doing things like this,
1: talking to you, knowing that other people are hearing it, it like just makes me feel really excited. Um, And so that's why like the book is so great because I had somebody over the weekend and my husband was kind of listening over my shoulder, but somebody tagged me on Instagram who I don't know whose friend sent them the book because they thought they would like it. And they're excited to read this book that my friend sent me. It's about like self love and, and being healthy. And he's like, there you go. Reaching people that you didn't know. Like, that's what my, if I know that someone listened to the podcast and like benefited from it.
0: That's yeah, incredible. That makes it yeah. perfect for me. So it's never,
1: it's never a chore to get together and record. It's never a chore to edit. Like I've had to learn so many things and watch so many YouTube videos, um, about how to, first of all, which program to like edit in and then how to edit and how to like upload it to the hosting site. No one taught me that. I, I self-taught I like, I learned that myself. Um, and if I didn't feel passionate or excited about it, or if I was just like, Oh, this is going to make me more money. Um, then I just probably wouldn't have been excited. Like I listen to our show every week when the episode comes out, I listen to it because it it makes me happy. It just makes me happy. And we need to do more things that make us happy, whatever. So
0: that's
1: why you have to figure out what the goal is.
0: Yeah, yeah. I love that. And did you put any uh, money into marketing your podcast or do you just kind of let it do its thing? Yeah. We don't have any cool. like sales,
1: like, like download targets or whatever. Um, right. so we just, we just
0: put, we it, just out put there it out and there whatever's and... going
1: to happen organically will happen.
0: That's awesome. That's amazing. Um, okay. So if you had to tell an entrepreneur who's listening, um, what books you think they should read or podcasts they should binge, like things that are going to, like you said, surround yourself by things that are going to fulfill you or feed your motivation or make you happy. Mm -hmm. Um, So what do you listen to? So I
1: am in the wellness field. Um, So one podcast that I really like um, is the wellness business academy. No, it's not called the wellness business academy is what Lori Kennedy has built, but what's her podcast even called? I don't know. She has a podcast though. Lori Kennedy is her name. Um, And she's a wellness, a wellness person who helps Wellness practitioners build their podcasts or build their businesses. Um, it's gonna. It's really bugging me right now that I can't think of what that show. is. It'll
0: called. come to you as soon as this is over, because that's how. Oh that my works. gosh!
1: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I listened to that. I listened to um, a lot of uh, David Meltzer. He is. I don't know if okay. you're familiar with him. Um, he just talks about building the life that you want, building the career that you want. I, I really subscribe to a lot of like manifestation stuff. When I first started my business, I was really like, I want this to grow really fast overnight. And that's just, I mean, that's not how it works. (laughs) And that's what we all want. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, so I just, I just subscribe to a lot of like empowering empowering stuff. I also really like, um, oh my gosh, why can't I remember like any episodes today behind the mom So Melissa and Julia, yes, they have their them. podcast. I really like that one too. Define um, to and design. Yeah. Yes. yes, exactly. Um, actually Melissa little shout out to Melissa. I met her, um, in Elaine's, um, business from the inside program that I did earlier this year. And she, Melissa is really good with writing and she actually helped me a little bit with the back cover of the book. So when I gave her her copy, I'm like, you can see your work back here.
0: That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, I is a great writer.
1: She is a great writer. Um, So yeah, I I try and like kind of connect and consume as much like, again, local stuff as I can just to try and support those people that are around me. Um, But it's if I could give even like one piece of entrepreneurship advice in general, Mm -hmm. because it can feel really lonely, right? If you're working for yourself and motivating yourself and, and all that stuff, building a community around you of people who get it and who are doing the same can help you to not feel so alone. And people who are in business for themselves are more likely to help you if you have a question or, I don't know, I've just, maybe I've just been lucky, the communities that I'm a part of, of entrepreneurs, but I've always felt so supported by people that quite honestly, sometimes I've never even met. That's amazing.
0: Yeah, obviously, something that you're doing in these groups or saying or the energy that you're putting out is making them sit up and pay attention and just want to support you, Maybe. which is incredible. I right? like
1: think so. I try and spread. Yeah. I mean, I want to change lives, but I also try and spread as much positivity as possible. And I try to support other people whenever I can. Like, I'm a big believer of do on to others as you'd want them to do on you. And so I, I try and support everyone in any way that I can like within my means
0: that's fantastic and and I think the more um, female or male entrepreneurs that do that on a daily basis the easier it will be to get through these crazy times that we're in right now because we're we're all still doing it we're working we're launching products where you're publishing books you know in a crazy time and Mm -hmm. you can't stop right so if we support each other (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I suppose you can stop, but what's the fun in that? <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah.
1: So is there there's is no there, need to stop. Can, I'm actually starting to Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, you first. Oh, I was just going to say, I'm starting to, again, with that whole like being creative thing, um, I'm starting to figure out like other ways that I can connect with people, especially during this time. So I've spent the last couple of days like reaching out to um, businesses and and corporate bodies that I know have like employee wellness programs or priorities or goals so that I can you know, offer them like a virtual lunch and learn where their employees can come and get a little bit of like wellness information. Or if it's like females who are in business or, I mean, anyone, I work with women mainly, but like trying to empower people to create the life that they desire, um, whether it is in their health or whether it is in their business um, and, and how to kind of go about doing that. I just all again, with that focus and that like goal of connecting with more people, I've been kind of trying to do that as well in the last like week or so.
0: Yeah, that's amazing that your vision is so like laser focused. And you know, but all at the same time it's a broad vision, so there's so many ways to make it happen. Like you said, you can do it through a podcast. You can offer a transformation program. You can reach out to businesses and and all of these other things because the ultimate goal for you is just changing the lives of people who need it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That's
1: awesome. Well, I am a like I was a social service worker before this. Um, that was like my first education that I took, and I worked in, gosh, mental health and crisis work and all that stuff before I, I that took must this have been career A tough path. On. A tough path. It was, but I I like realized I always, I love helping people. And what makes that career different from this career is that a lot of times clients that I would work with, they would be told that they have to work with me. So they weren't always willing to do Mm -hmm. the things they needed to do, but people who are going to invest in their health and make a commitment actually want to make a change. And I love making a change for people, no matter what capacity it's in. So it kind of makes sense that I've evolved from like social worker
0: to health coach. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, and because you're juggling all of these, uh, all of these ideas and all these brands and products, um, do you find that um, just if we're going to go and give some actionable steps to entrepreneurs before we leave Um, Is there any systems or tools or apps that you use in your daily uh, business that make it easier? And then after that, we can give them some actionable health tips. Yes.
1: So um, one thing that I found to be like life changing has been Google Drive. And also uh, Teamworks. Kim and I use Teamworks. I don't know if you're familiar with this or not, Mm -hmm. but it's a website. You can register for free and we can assign each other tasks within that. So it's like, Oh, oh, you need to edit this week's episode. So I say like edit episode about, I don't know, shooting the shit. We did an episode called that. (laughs) So like Andrea edit shooting the shit or Kim edit 40th birthday episode, whatever or like newsletters, right? We assign tasks to each other and that's how we kind of stay on track and we'd have due dates and stuff and we use that. and it's been really, really helpful. So if you have a team, even if it's like you and one other person, Teamworks is super amazing. Kim opened my eyes to that. Um, content planning, like I recommend using like I use HootSuite. Hmm. Um, but oh my god, there's a massive mosquito flying around right there in my in my office. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. Hootsuite is great. So for like social media planning and then honestly, I good old paper and, and I write down my ideas um, so that if, if I'm not going to maybe do anything about them right then, um, then they're written down somewhere and I can always kind of refer back to them and then they're not up here. They're out somewhere. So it leaves space for other
0: things. And do you still use your voice recorder to uh, record when you don't have like a pen and pencil hanging about? Hmm. Uh,
1: well, I actually so it wasn't a voice recorder. I literally would talk an email out to myself. So I would hit like the talk to text, and then I would just talk like this, and it would write it all out. That is even. I smarter. know, because then I never had to go back and type it up. Then I would just like copy and paste it. Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> <laughs> New That's tip. That's
0: crazy. New tip. New tip. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. So, you have obviously a lot of tips and, uh, through your podcast and in your book and, and all of these things that you're doing. So, if you had to, I don't know, for the listeners who are going to walk away and carry on about their day, what's mm-hmm. like one or two or even three things that could really make a difference today
1: in yeah. their lives? Yeah. Uh, move. So move your body. It doesn't have to be like a ridiculous 5k run, unless you like to run, then do that. Um, But we, like our bodies were designed to move. And especially right now, we're doing so much sitting,
0: so so much much
1: sitting. My back
0: hurts all the time.
1: Right. And like, not only is it good for sure, if you have like a weight loss goal or whatever, like yeah it's it's going to support that but even more than that it's good for like your emotional health and your productivity and your mental well-being to move your body so whatever way that looks like if it's a half an hour walk for me it's beach body on demand i fergin love beach body and i've been doing it for years and i just follow program after program because i just like somebody telling me what to do and there's so, so many
0: programs in there like you there can are. choose from just about anything yeah. that you want
1: Yeah. But just move your body and keep it hydrated. Most of us are dehydrated, even if we think we're not. Um, yeah, you might drink eight cups a day, but unless, is that water
0: in there? have eight cups of coffee a day. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, I, I maybe to, not that much, but that's, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I drink a lot of coffee as well, and I have to balance it out with water. But one, like, um, fun tip that uh, one of our guests told me is that you may think that you drink eight to 10 cups a day or whatever, and that you've, like, met your quota, but look at the color of your pee, and if it's not, like, clear, then you're dehydrated and you need to drink more water. So hydration and movement two important things that are going to allow you the energy that you need to pull those late nights to do whatever you need to do to hustle for yourself.
0: Awesome. That's great. (laughs) So look at your pee and, and drink (laughs) more water (laughs) and move (laughs) tip of the day, tip of the day. I'm putting that in the outtakes. (laughs) Well, it's been amazing uh, interviewing you. I wish we could go on for another hour. And I'm sure with the long-windedness of both of us, we easily could. Um, So so maybe we'll have to catch up again in the future when you do your next book. I'd love to. I'm already working on another book. So I am not surprised by that (laughs) at all. Nope. I knew you were going to say that. All right. Well, uh, thanks again. You've been amazing. I'm going to put links to all of your stuff and your book and all of that um, on the website and in the comments and all of that. So if you guys are looking for it, uh, that's where you'll find it.